0: You're listening to Transmission on 4 Z, Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond.
1: My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns, and I am joined by... Hi, I'm Kai, and
0: I use they, she pronouns.
1: And we are Transmission... We are all about amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Mianjin, and yeah, it's another great episode. We've got lined up, as usual, every, you know, Tuesday morning, we are live, you can also listen back on podcast. Today, we've got some pretty cool stuff lined up, obviously, the weekend Community Events. There isn't much news to report on, but there is the news of the Trans Community Awards nominees have come out, so Kai and I will, later in the episode today, discuss all the nominees. Yeah, so that's really exciting. But also... I was so lucky yesterday I got to chat to Damien, an incredible Ipswich-based non-binary artist who I absolutely adore. I got to interview him yesterday, and so we'll be hearing back on that and all my chats with him. So yeah, it's going to be a jam-packed episode. But yeah, first up, we got some Week in Community events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So tonight we've got The House, which is at the South Bank Piazza. It starts from tonight, but it's going on Wednesday and Thursday as well. So that's 13th, 14th and 15th from 7pm. I think Thursday is 7.30. This year, Mianjin's trail Blazing ballroom house, The House of Alexander, reignites South Bank Piazza with their newest show. The house transverses through time and space, weaving together ancestral knowledge from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations The opulent nations of Southeast Asia and to the archipelagos of the Pacific, back to the queer liberation of the underground ballroom scene in Harlem, New York. Showcasing traditional cultural dances reflecting the way of life and the various sounds across oceans fused with the highly stylized art form of voguing, this show will run like a thread as we remind ourselves of the warm caress of our homelands. Join us as we voyage together through a night of self-expression and cultural intersection like our city has never seen before.
1: Yes, so that's there from the th- September 13th to the 15th of September. Lots of cool stuff going on there. And then we've got Alok Vaid Menon, also one of a huge international superstar. Oh, yeah. At the Princess Theatre in Wollongabba, Tuesday, 20th of September at 7.30 p.m., Alok Vade Menon is an internationally acclaimed performance artist whose work explores themes of trauma, belonging, and the human condition. In 2021, they headlined the New York Comedy Festival. And in 2022, they will be headlining the Just for Laughs Festival in Vancouver and will perform at Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August 2022. So it's a huge performance from them. That's mm. at the Princess Theatre in yet. Yeah, next Tuesday, mm-hmm. September 20th at 7.30pm.
0: Yeah, and on top of that, we've got Stan with Pity which is a single launch at Banshee's Bar and Art Space in Ipswich on Friday, October 7th from 7pm. Join Stan and their band as they launch their new single, Pity, with friends Finn's Contingency Plan and Liquid Lollipop for an excellent mix of pop and grunge tunes on a classic Friday night at Banshee's. Tickets are online and on the door. If you like any of the events that are mentioned here, you can head over to the Transmission Facebook page for all of the links at Trans Radio, that's trans with a Z, there is also a list of transmissions picks for Brisbane Festival on there as well. That's still going for the next couple of weeks. You can also listen back on demand on our podcast transmission. We're the Z
1: That's it. So much going on. Later in the episode today, we'll talk about the trans community awards nominees. So yeah, you can stick around for that. But first up, I've got something really cool to play. Ila Vadi, a local Brisbane artist, has a track coming out from what appears to be their EP maybe later in the year, called Send in the Clowns. It comes out on Friday the 16th, but I get to premiere it today and play it for you! So, without further ado, I'm gonna play this one as in the Clowns, Ayla Vardy. That one there was Melanin by Anesu. Fantastic artist there based in Perth. Sick track. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns, and you're listening to Transmission on 4 Triple Z. And we are now about to have a really cool segment. Yesterday, I was chatting with Damien, which was a former 4 Triple Z album of the week artist. And he's just such an amazing, gorgeous human being. And I had a really lovely chat with him yesterday. So if you don't know about Damien, you soon will. <laughs> Hailing from Ipswich, Damien is a queer, alt electro rock, dark wave artist who breaks away from mainstream conventions with poignant post punk political commentaries. Damien's music. Blends electro rock with elements of both pop and industrial and pairs this with lyrical content that is simultaneously clever and infectious. He has been compared to Depeche mode. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Nine Inch Nails and Gorillaz. His album, Wrong Age, Wrong Race, Wrong Gender, was also for Triple Z's Album of the Week. Damien has received national and international airplay and has frequently featured in local, national and international publications. Damien, what are your pronouns?
2: My pronouns are they, them or he, him. Um, either one.
1: A little flexible with, with those couple of pronouns there, which is great.
2: Exactly, exactly. I mean, it is it, it's, it's for me, it's very much about, I guess, the intent behind what somebody's saying and what, you know, the attachments and stuff that they then place on top of those. Like for me, I definitely feel myself being more in the they, them space because I think what he him means for me, um, as far as just I guess. Gender stereotypes and things of the past is not something that I um, feel comfortable with or would affix myself to. But at the same time, you know, like l- language is just the way that we try and you know b- best feel our way around and communicate with each other. And I'm more than happy to be gracious to other people who are you know still feeling their way through that as well. So you know how it is. I'm sure. You're,
1: yes, <laughs> I, I am. I feel the cause. I know the cause. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so does chi- chi- on transmission as well. is sort of a bit like uh, pronouns are pronouns, use whatever, you know, a bit, a bit like that to a certain extent as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to start off with, so I noticed that you had started your journey with music in 2020. What was that like during a pandemic?
2: It was pretty, in, in some ways, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I enjoyed it. Um, because I'm massively introverted by nature, not having any pressure to go out anywhere, not needing to worry at the time about um, having to perform things live kind of gave me freedom just to sit around in my own bedroom at home and go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to come up with ideas and, and develop my own particular sound and find you know the way that I want to communicate myself and then I can worry about how that will translate onto a live stage sometime in the future. Um, so, I actually really enjoyed the the freedom of not having any pressure to be outperforming.
1: So, it was sort of like a hibernating and sort of like refining your your craft in a way.
2: Yeah, very much. And it got me into music that I probably wouldn't have normally, like naturally, I, I probably wouldn't have gotten into had I been out all the time. Because I am, like I'm a guitarist by trade, so to speak. Um, so, I'd, I'd learnt to write songs and music and stuff on guitar and had been performing music uh, previously on guitar. Um, So that was just kind of just what I was almost expected of myself. So then to take that away and go, well, I don't have to play guitar right now. I can do whatever I want and I can experiment with some more electronic kind of stuff and see what sort of sounds I can come up with there. It gave me permission to completely reinvent um, who I am as a creative artist and I guess develop the, the brand Damien as it currently stands
1: yeah it's fantastic and um i'm i've been thoroughly enjoying like your your album wrong wrong age wrong race wrong gender and i love that there was sort of like those diverse sounds of you know i we definitely got that marilyn manson kind of feel about it um but and my favorite track is dreamer which doesn't really have those same vibes but i love that slow build and that suspense and i just yeah it's fantastic and it, you definitely explore a lot of different elements and not just guitar you know sort of branching out and feeling lots of different things lots of of sort of synth, sort of elements as well, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I think one of the first singles that I released off that was, um, was Love Myself. And at the beginning of Love Myself, I kind of put like a guitar scratch slide sort of sound at the beginning, partly because I still wanted to reconnect, like connect myself to, to like the instrument that I was used to playing. And I remember sending that through to a station in Europe and they were like, oh, it's a cool song, but you lost us at the guitar scratch. We just don't want guitar sounds at all. We'd want all electronic. I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Keep the guitar out of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So how does queerness and transness play into your musical creations?
2: Um, Queerness is a a big one for me um, because I think, and again, I just love what that term has come to uh, mean in 2022. Like I know, and it's really interesting because I work in aged care um, as as a day job, and it's really interesting because in that kind of space, Space, the word queer doesn't really get used all that much. In fact, you know, a lot of the times when you're using the LGBT, um, they kind of stop it there in aged care. They don't put the Q on there, not because of any um, anything against queerness itself, but also because of the stigma that the word queer had for a lot of the gay community uh, um, in, you know, the, well, the last, you know, 30, 40, 50 years. um, There's a lot of stigma around that word queer. Whereas I think now we've kind of seen society um, rebel against the stigma by actually adopting that term and taking it as a real pride sense. And for me, it's a word that goes, yeah, that's a word that says, I cannot be defined by my sexuality or gender in a binary sense. Like it's something that says I am someone who is open to just having sexual connection and spiritual connection, emotional connection with everybody in a really fluid and beautiful way. Like for me, that's what it represents. Um, And so I really resonate with that. Um, I think like the trans side of stuff, I guess, just comes out of that as well. Like, you know, um, I end up because of that desire that just I just love connecting with other people and I just love you know that that uh beautiful humanity that we all have you end up meeting interesting people and when you don't have those prejudices and, and things that says oh I'm not going to mingle with that crowd or I'm not going to go to that venue or I'm not going to do whatever because of the type of people that might be there it's, I'm just going to go there and meet humans you end up yeah just engaging with people from all different walks of life and for me um my you know, connection, I guess, within the trans community first came with uh, someone that I was working with um, who was transgender. And I was just having the conversation with her because I was just really curious as to what dating was like for her as a transgender person because I'd been on some dating sites and things and had seen, you know, that a lot of people would advertise the fact, okay, um, I'm transgender when they're on there. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting because there's going to be some people that will therefore reject even meeting up with you based on the stigma that they may have around that particular word. And I said, that's kind of sad in my mind, because I feel like that's placing a judgment on somebody before you've even gotten to know them. Um, And they were like, yeah, but if you don't say it up front, people get so hostile when they find out. And I'm like, oh, that's sad too. And that was something that for me just suddenly opened up this, my, you know, um, experience to wow, like the, the difficulties that people have just to be accepted and love for who they are um, can be really, really tragic in, in some circumstances. And that was something I go, I really want to be an agent of change at breaking down those stigmas as well because I think people, you know, people at, at, at their essence are beautiful and, and should be just seen and loved for who they are. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> um
1: and and I completely agree with every everything that you're saying. Um and and do you find that as an artist uh you know and and because you're very open about your identity, um, what's that like in the music scene? Are you really embraced uh, within the community? I know, like Ipswich, loves you.
2: Mostly, yeah. Like I find that, generally speaking, the arts community, the music community, is a more progressive community. Um, you know, you kind of find that artists uh, are usually at the forefront of of cultural change, uh, which is great. So you do find that there's it's a lot. Easier to be welcomed in those kind of spaces. It's interesting because there are still times where I go to because you know my music kind of borders on this. You know, it's it's not quite pop and it's not quite rock and it's not quite electro. It kind of floats in all those spaces. And there are times where I'm uh, performing at gigs with you know, kind of more heavy hard rock metal kind of bands. And I know it's my own fear and prejudice that comes in there. I feel intimidated and scared in the, some of those environments. Like there are venues that I've gone to and gone, oh, I feel like this is you know, your, your quintessential Aussie bogan pub where <laughs> I may get, you know, bashed or harassed or whatever it might be, or just not, you know. And it, it's never been the case. Like I've never had a negative experience like that. But I still feel that there's probably some of that stigma that still exists. You know, that kind of sense of the ACDC. You know forex drinking bogan that's just out to you know just do a white supremacist still whatever it might be and then you know again it, it's a stereotype that probably exists in a very very small minority of the community but you have that fear that you're going to encounter that person in some of those venues
1: yeah and i guess as queer people you know and trans people that's that's what it's like you know you're always sort of whenever you leave your front door it, that that experience is there but um ho- hopefully that you know there's better spaces you know cropping up and you know i know that uh you know banshee's bar out in ipswich you mm-hmm. know there's such a fantastic venue it such facilitates such a beautiful space especially for punk and
2: for what you do as well um you got any gigs coming up actually yeah i've got a f- you, So the next main one, I'll say actually, yeah, there's a venue happening, and this is one of those ones that I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm really excited about it because it's an amazing cause, and I'm kind of at the same time going like, oh. I hope this venue feels really welcoming and safe for me because it's, it's at, at the Mansfield Tavern. They've got Rock Beats Depression, which is an annual uh, festival that they have every year. And, again, Mansfield Tavern, like I, I hear the name straight away, a tavern, and I just think to myself, oh, yeah, it's going to be the quintessential Aussie pub where it's really going to be hard rock, and I'm going to come here and do my kind of electro rock stuff, and people are going to just go, what is this? Um, but I am looking forward because it's an amazing cause and I know that Katie that puts it on is an incredible human with a, a huge heart and all the acts that are playing there are going to be big too. And I just love, like for me in a way, I am really looking forward to that opportunity of, again, just breaking down some of those cultural barriers that may exist between music genres and things and, and being able to actually just allow um. The, you know, the, the diversity in our humanity to just spread into places that once upon a time it may not have felt comfortable to do so. So that's coming up. And then later on in November, we've got this great event that 4 Zs Dark Essence is uh, promoting called Satan's Nightclub. And that's going to be so much fun because it's happening two nights, one night at uh, King Lear's throne on the 25th of November and then on the 26th of November at Banshees in Ipswich. And it is just going to be a safe, inclusive, crazy party of electronica and industrial and dark wave. I'm, I'm really excited about it. You're
1: basically like a, a musical anarchist, you know. It's just like let's tear down everything and let's go for it, you know, None of no barriers, you know, let's break it down.
2: Yes, I have um on my first album I wrote this song once called Love Anarchy. And that's for me, that's exactly how I would describe myself. I'm a love anarchist. Like I kind of feel like yeah. the world doesn't need any rules. If people just love, then we will all get along really, really well. Um and you know, and the idea that of people of needing to have rules and guidelines and punishment and boundaries to do the right thing I go that's not the way that I think like I just don't I don't need that restriction I just want the freedom to yeah embrace life
1: and I guess so on my final question uh before I ask you about your new track that we're going to play um what what does the future hold for Damien I'm guessing more love anarchy
2: oh absolutely um I tried it to hold the future fairly lightly in terms of just being really open to the experiences of whatever life might bring. Like, I just want to continue to produ- be producing music. I kind of had this crazy goal that I'll end up releasing an, um, an album every year for the next 10 years. Um, you know, I just want to continue playing live shows and meeting people, uh, you know, and making great friends because I make amazing friends through music. So I just want to keep doing that and just engaging life. If it's somehow develops into some sort of success or festival things or whatever then that's great too but ultimately i just want to make music and perform uh, and that's what it's all about
1: that's so cool and you want to tell us about this amazing new track that i get to play called nowhere
2: Called Nowhere. Yeah, so this song um, was actually written off the back of a, a tragic dating experience. Like I, I went out with somebody once. Um, we'd kind of been on a few dates and I'd, I, I'm i a hopeless romantic, so I think I'd just fallen head over heels for this person way too quickly. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is going to be uh, an amazing relationship. And it kind of crashed and burned like really quickly. And I just remember like we had this um we we you know had this amazing night together, and then the next day, yeah, you know, I was like, oh yeah, when will I see you again? And they were like, ah, oh, well, I'm actually going to be seeing some other people as well, and you know, I wouldn't hold your breath. And I was like, oh, oh, absolutely gutted. And I kind of felt myself just walking. You know, the whole line is, you know, I'm I'm now on this long walk back to nowhere. <laughs> and um and so that was kind of that, yeah, the the drive behind this particular song and, and the feels that I had for that. Wow. Okay.
1: Well, I hope uh, everyone who's listening gets to enjoy uh, Nowhere. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. I think, you know, I've had experiences where I've really liked someone I've been ghosted. So yeah, I, I know, it's I know awful. that feeling. Awful. Yeah, it is.
2: I stay, mean, I, I stay in here laughing and that's still my coping mechanism. I think <laughs> is that just, you know, I laugh at my emotions and, and that's how I get through life. <laughs>
1: Cool. Well, I will hit play on that track. Thank you so much for joining me today, Damien. It's been awesome. Cheers, Appreciate it. You were just listening there to a track called Joy by Lolo the Queer, which was originally by Against Me. And before that, you're listening to Lost and Found by The Snouts. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. I am in studio with...
0: Hi, I'm Kai and I use they, she pronouns.
1: Yeah, what are we about to do? Oh,
0: we're about to tell you about the Trans Community Awards nominees.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a relatively large... Document I was sent from Dylan from Many Genders, One Voice of all the nominees for all the different categories, and I tried to condense it down yesterday into, like, one sentence for each person and organization, because it's, uh, there's quite a lot, so we're gonna try our very best to get through most of this, so I apologize if I have had to condense a lot of bios down to very <laughs> small sentences but hopefully we can get through them all so you know who to vote for. And we'll we'll get through all that information at the end of running through who everyone is. So mm-hmm. Kai, you wanna take it away?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So for there's several different categories, of course. So one of them being activist slash advocate of the year We've got Eleganza, who is dancer, multidisciplinary artist, mother of the Kiki House of Alexander, Rebecca Bateman, DJ, host of Transfer Day, and event runner for Trans Central. Basil Kiniuski, support group organizer, France Malke, performer, comedian, storyteller, and secretary. I believe for that's
1: Francis. That's my typo. Sorry.
0: Oh. It is too. <laughs> um, we know Frances, um, performer, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> comedian, storyteller, and secretary for Gender Affirming Healthcare Network. Navindra Alexander, femme queen from the House of Alexander, an anti-racism worker within the LGBTQI plus community and healthcare system. Ez Dos Santos, motivational speaker, MC, radio announcer, and producer of transmission. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer Buckley, paramedic for Queensland Ambulance Service and transgender health case advocate.
1: There's also the non-binary activist advocate of the year. There's Z Parks, facilitator of the Rainbow Gimpy Group. Billy Stimson works at WWILD Sexual Violence Prevention, specializes in working with trans GnC and non-binary people with disability. There's Archie Arsnick, a femme non-binary performer and outspoken advocate about disability within the trans community. There's Blake Barber. Blake is a queer, non-binary lived experienced peer worker. They oversee a community center and also belong to a program at Brook Red. There's River Capra is a community organizer, most visibly as the admin for the trans collective Mianjin Brisbane. Jen Jewel is a gender, queer, non-binary, passionate social worker, part of the team at the Royal Brisbane Women's Gender Service uh, Hospital. Yeah.
0: Rural Activist and Advocate of the Year, we've got Wendy Ramsey, based in FNQ. Wendy is a hub of knowledge on queer community events and happenings. Max McKenzie, Educator for Awareness for Professionals around Transmasculine Lower Surgery Rights and Rights for Working Alongside Families and Young People Under 12. And Melody Moore, Founder of the National Advocacy and Peer Support Network, Trans Health Australia, and is a member of LGBTI Health Australia's Trans and Gender Diverse Advisory Group.
1: Now we're getting into Group of the Year. So I'm just going to rattle off all the names of the different groups that have been nominated for this category Tea Time, Trans Collective Brisbane Mianjin, MCC Brisbane, Transmission for Triple Z, A. A. Q Space, Parents of Transgender and Non Binary Kids Support Group, Gold Coast Transgender and Non Binary Facebook Group, House of Alexander, Transgender Surgery Australia, New Zealand, ATSAQ, Australian Transgender Support Association. And Rainbow Gimpy,
0: and for Event of the Year we've got International Non Binary Day, Curiosity Fruit, the Alexander Ball, and Trans Central.
1: Service Provider of the Year, Q Space Expanded Horizons, Royal Brisbane Women's Hospital Gender Services, Free Mum Hugs, and Haven Psychology.
0: And Ally of the Year is Makala Teague, queer arts therapist. Cell Dowd, no description given. Beck Johnson, president of Brisbane Pride Incorporated, and Belinda Bertles, clinical psychologist specialising in transgender mental health. If you'd like to vote and or buy tickets to the event on Friday, 11th November 2022 at 6pm, you can head over to manygendersonevoice.org. Voting closes Sunday 2nd of October at 5pm and no late votes will be accepted. We will also post the link on our Facebook page, Transmission at TransRadio with a Z.
1: Yes This is really exciting There are so many really I just I'm astounded that we were nominated Yeah uh, It's an honour Yes it is an honour So yeah If you've been enjoying the show as well And, and you think that this is something of value Please absolutely uh, vote for us There's also like Seriously everyone who's been nominated All these categories There are some incredible people And I, I feel personally very honoured to be amongst them, and I the show as well. We're very, we feel very special to Absolutely, um, to yeah.
0: Congratulations there. to everyone that was nominated. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's an honour to be listed amongst such incredible people and groups. I hope everyone out there keeps on doing the amazing work that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, definitely go check out the longer bios for everyone.
1: Yes, including including all the organisations as well. So some of the groups of the year and stuff like that, they have actually written out their bios and more information on each of them. As you go to vote, you will see all the list of them. I'll actually just mention that website again. It's manygendersonevoice.org. If you head over there, you just tap on the Trans Community Awards page and then you can click vote now. There's also, yeah, get your tickets there as well. So yeah, I'm really excited, actually. I've, yeah. I've not been or attended one of these the no, Trans neither. Community Awards before. So, yeah, it's going to be cool to see. I'm pretty sure it's hosted at the Wickham as well. Yes. Yes, it yeah. is. Cool space to hang out. So, yeah, in other news, Kai has, like, been looking up some pretty cool music. Oh, yeah, so
0: that last song that we heard that was a cover by...
1: Lolo the Queer.
0: Lolo the Queer, uh, a cover of an Against Me track, was from an album called The Sun Will Rise on Better Days, a covers compilation benefiting Trans Lifeline. Now, Trans Lifeline is a organisation in the US and Canada, which is pretty much a like our lifeline but for trans people by trans people so it's a cool cause and it's the second compilation album by what was originally a meme page called the bands i like only cost 18 dollars their band camp is t-b-i-l-o-c 18 and yeah so (laughs) it's an album of covers by trans people and the theme for this album was to cover a song that makes them feel like everything is going to be okay and the result is the amazing compilation of songs by some really great artists and bands their first one was keep on loving keep on fighting a pat the bunny covers compilation benefiting trans lifeline which is also incredible it's pay as you feel so i don't know some some cool music out there
1: yeah we we donated to get what you're listening to on air. So, yeah, yeah it's really cool. I absolutely love... I, I really wanted to, like, highlight this particular album as well around the Trans Community Award nominees because when I was reading through all the nominees and, and what everyone's doing, because, you know, collectively it's mostly Queensland and Mianjin-based, and I just thought, wow, we're doing so much as a community. We're, we're growing. There's so much happening. People are doing some incredible work, and it's all about celebrating... And the Trace Community was are all about celebrating our community and what we're doing and making the world a better place.
0: Lifting each other up.
1: Yeah. And celebration. So... Oh, you're going to make uh, me cry. Yeah. No, none of that. No crying. <laughs> no, crying on our, it's, it's, no crying before 10 a.m. Okay. Kai, did you want to mention this particular track?
0: Yeah. So it's... ha. Oh, it's The Middle, um, which is originally by Jimmy Eat World. And this is a cover by Voluntary Hazing.
1: Yeah. Let's have a listen. Fine. everything, everything will be all right, all right. Everything will be all right. Yeah. Yeah, that was The Middle by Voluntary Hazing, cover of Jimmy Eat World. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. I'm
0: Kai, I use they, she pronouns.
1: And it's actually the end of our episode today. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the interview with Damien, community events coming up, as well as the Trans Community Award nominees. That's been really fun. I want to give a special shout out to an ally who does quite a lot of stuff for Transmission, unsung hero, uh, Toby. Toby has followed me from Zed Games. Toby is actually based in New South Wales. And... Regularly jumps in on on Zed Games as well. Uh, remote Studio. Toby is a wonderful human being and edits the podcast for me because this show it does take quite a lot of work. It does take a team of people to to run. Kai comes up with some great ideas and then I proceed to execute them. Um, and so and you know every it takes all types to make any kind of team work. And yeah, I wanted to give a special shout out to Toby because. He doesn't get to be on air because he's not a trans person, but he's a trans ally. And I really admire someone who's willing to help out a community that desperately needs help. So thank you to everyone as well, all the nominees for the Trans Community Awards. Don't forget to vote. That's manygendersonevoice.org. The voting closes on the 2nd of October. So you've got a couple of weeks. On that note, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you very much. All the best. Yeah, thanks. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.